You're listening to the Midlife Variety Show. I'm Bree. And I'm Jared. Join us as we journey through time and space to call some folks from the past. And possibly the future. And settle some scores about things that don't matter anymore. Along the way, we'll get nostalgic. Maybe singing some of our favorite songs. And crawl into your heart like a warm kitten. All while wearing our homemade psychedelic caftans. Enjoy, Enjoy the show. The show. Okay, back to sculpture class where we first met. Me and Summer are like, who is this crazy person? He's amazing. We've never met anyone like him. He's out <laughs> of his mind. He's an artist. He's he's very he's very sincere about this whole thing. And we're like, okay, this will be interesting to be in this class with this guy. So our first um, assignment was to... I don't think we ever actually made sculptures in this class, but our first assignment was to make. Oh, a, I made some sculptures. Okay, I don't remember making sculptures. Um, <laughs> our first sculpture th- class. Yeah, <laughs> our first assignment was to create a um, a toolbox out Which of wood. Was such a cool assignment. Looking back, and I wish I had that stupid toolbox. Go yeah. On. So I have mine outside in the back in the cabin. Show off. <laughs> so. Um, you have to build a, a toolbox out of wood. So you, you learn how to cut the wood with power tools and, uh, you know, glue it, screw it, make a handle, cut out holes, you know, whatever. Um, and yeah, so, we spent like two weeks on that toolbox. Yeah, yeah. And so this is supposed to hold all your, all your sculpture tools. The, and the objective was for it to be like a perfect looking toolbox, right? I think I painted mm-hmm. some design on mine, but it was supposed to be like the craftsmanship was supposed to be there for it. So that was the goal. And so we get to the day where we present our toolboxes to the class up, you know, everybody goes up one at a time, puts their toolbox on a pedestal and kind of gives a little um, story about their toolbox, their process and how it, you know, how it ended up. So I go, I, I hate notoriously hated talking in front of people in college Mm -hmm. about my art, especially. (laughs) I feel like, uh, is this where I talk about you? No, no, no. This is just an interjection. Okay. Uh, for what? Just like any kind of like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just listen. I'm like zoning out. Yeah. Wishing I had get that in... toolbox. Yeah. Okay. While you're t- saying all this so stuff. So notoriously, I hated talking about my art in college. I would kind of like to do a silent thing when they m- tried to make me talk about my art. I'd be like, I don't know. It just is what it is, too. Yeah. So anyways, I got through presenting my toolbox <laughs> somehow. Actually, the, the teacher of that class was super cool. Um, no, Bill Catlane. Shout out to Bill Catlane. Uh, I recently just followed him on Instagram. He's still making art and it's beautiful and amazing. Um, but anyways, so I somehow got through presenting my toolbox. Not an emotional thing. I'm sure I was fine. But um, Jared goes up. For some reason, Jared doesn't have a toolbox with them to present. And whenever he's looking around, like, <laughs> what? We're like, Jared's going to get an F. He's going to flunk the class. What is he thinking? So he goes up to the front, puts a can of coke coca-cola on the pedestal and says this is my conceptual toolbox (laughs) (laughs) and i had a little i had a little um there's a i think there's a piece called the uh oak trees um Mm. something about oak tree and it's like 
It's completely conceptual. It's called This is an Oak Tree, I mm-hmm. believe. And so I You had something like printed print, Yeah, I changed out, like I changed the I, I changed the whole description of This is an Oak Tree, completely ripped it off and just replaced Oak Tree with can of Coke. Mm-hmm. Um so if you like look up that that piece of art, uh This is an Oak Tree, I believe it's what it's called. Oh brother. And don't I do think it. in don't that do it, people. The, in his Oak Tree, I believe, is like a um a glass of water. Oh, okay. So you just ripped it off. I ripped it clean <laughs> off, um, and then I but, but made I, it something, but spicy, made it so like obvious Coke. that I that I ripped it off by just like only replacing yeah. the words. It was like um, an, uh, yeah, an it was more of an homage. Yeah, an homage. Okay. I didn't think yeah. I was doing anything clever, but I thought you guys wouldn't know. Okay, okay. And you didn't. And we didn't. No, we had no idea. So we're all like, who's this jerk up here? Like, he didn't even cut one piece of wood while we were, we were working our little butts <laughs> off making this stupid toolbox. It was so annoying. You know, like, when you've never really worked with power tools before, I was like 19. What have yeah. we established? It's like, yeah. it gets a little frustrating when you're trying yeah. to get all the pieces to like look good and clean. And Jared didn't do shit. Like, he just came into class with a can of coke and guess what he got in the and for that assignment what grade he got oh man the 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 cleanest uh a plus you ever seen jerry got an a for doing nothing and we're all pissed like we just worked our butts off and i still have this toolbox It, it was lasted through the years um so jokes on us bill catlin shout out oh my god we can ask him why Let's, Let's get, get Bill Catling on the line. Hey. Yay. How are you? Good. How are you two? Good. Bill Catling on the line. I can't believe we got you. Awesome. I'm so excited. Huge deal. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I'm trying to think what year you graduated. I couldn't, I can't remember. <laughs> 2000, 2003 for me and 2004, 2004 for me. Wow. That's been a while. That's 20. 20 years. Uh, 20 years. Yep. I can't believe it. Can you believe we're still so, best friends? <laughs> uh, now, it was, it was in sculpture, wasn't it? When you two met or when I met you two? Yes, that's where we met. Exactly. We were just talking about that exact class. Wow. And we were that's when we where we met and it was like it was a pretty transformative experience being in your class because we like met new friends and learned all this new like ideas about art and uh definitely indebted to you for your you know I- your influence on us and uh, oh, and, and that's sincere and that's my hope to make a difference somehow yeah you were definitely one of our favorites one of the coolest teachers yeah we um do you still teach that s- sculpture class no they moved me over to ceramics so now i've done the entire remodel of the ceramics facilities we've got almost 100 students coming through clay and uh wow it's exciting it's yeah Uh, we've actually built a enlarged foundry out and back so we're pounding iron casting bronze so still fun stuff going on awesome Awesome. So that's still super satisfying for you. Oh yeah. I'm this is my 30, let's see, 33rd year at APU. Mm-hmm. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. So you've like seen generations of artists come through your uh your program. And so it's it's an honor to be remembered, even. 
Oh, right. I remember you both so clearly. Really? Oh, good. Do you remember going to Paris with uh, me oh, yeah. and your kids? Yep. I was just telling Bree that I remember uh, sneaking off and like smoking cigarettes and not thinking anyone noticed. <laughs> and now I like know that everyone knew. <laughs> and then also kind of like quietly judging you and your wife for giving your kid um, McDonald's when we were in Paris. And then 20 years later, being in, I forget where, where we were, some Mexico or some awesome place with all this amazing food and found ourselves at McDonald's. Oh, with your kids. <laughs> Just like, oh man, this is a 20-year-old <laughs> humble pie going down with the with a Coke and fries. Jared, you introduced my family to the Postal Service on that trip. Yes, yes, that record had just come out. Yeah, and, and I had a CD. And then Death Death Cab right around that same yep. time and I was just listening to their Kintsugi album from 2014 yesterday. Yes, they're amazing. My friend uh, Dave Depper is actually their guitar player now. Wow. Um, he uh, is the new. He's been in there for I think five years, but yeah, he's their guitar player, and they're he's they're on the Transatlanticism Postal Service 20 year anniversary tour. Yeah, Transatlanticism oh. is probably one of the best albums of all time. Yeah. Yes. I, I, what's your favorite song on that record, Bill? Oh, that's a good question. I don't think I have that answer. <laughs> uh, the first track is so good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Right. So our burning question for you was, as you mentioned, you remember that we were in your sculpture class. It was just sculpture one. And do you remember the first assignment that we had in this class? Was that the year of the carved walking sticks? No. No. I don't remember then. So our first assignment in your sculpture class was to build a toolbox. Oh, yeah, of course. Duh. I've got some extra ones in my studio that people never picked up. Really? I still have mine. Oh, great. I still have mine in like my shed in the backyard. Um, and do you remember what Jared presented for his toolbox assignment? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't think I have that memory. It was super special, Bill. Wait a minute. Was that the stolen... Uh, a news box from the corner. <laughs> no, but that's really close. It's really close. It was a can of Coke, and I copied the uh, "This is an Oak Tree" uh, installation piece that uh, was a glass of water, and it said "This is an Oak Tree," and I just put a Coke, can of Coke, and I said "This is a toolbox," and then like <laughs> changed the whole artist statement to read "Can of Coke and Toolbox," but just ripped the whole the whole darn thing off. How fun, though. So I worked hard on my toolbox. I don't remember what grade I got, but do you remember what grade Jared got for his can of Coke? <laughs> Actually graded art back then? Yeah, I think, you, I think so. you had to. I, think Jared was very <laughs> I, proud stopped, I stopped grading art completely. Oh, I Good. <laughs> I think it's ethical to grade it, actually. Oh, wow. Because the, the grades have caused this huge rift between me and Bree. <laughs> so I got an A. <laughs> on that on that from you a solid a and she definitely she doesn't remember what she got but she did not get an a i think i, and, probably, I think i probably got a b or i don't know my box was fine but well she's more interested in your whether or not you stand by my a than if you then you if you stand by her her grade oh absolutely the conceptual i mean i knew and yes you're getting away with something but i also knew you were appropriating this whole idea of yes. and the Dadaists and 
hundred years history of it's art because the artist says it's art. And I just love that. So I, I appreciate it. So Bri, are you satisfied? Yes, I'm satisfied. Okay. He stands by it. We thought maybe you might walk it back 20 years on, but you're sticking with your guns. I'm even Uh, deeper into that than ever. So I just, I'm teaching a little uh, contemporary art history class and I just had the whole class make Dadaist collages. Oh, cool. And our awesome. critique was what was undada about them. And all of the figures were right side up. I go, look at you didn't even turn them upside down. You gave gravity authority. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's like breaking all the all the rules is what we're asking for here. Exactly. Um, Bill, I was wondering also if I could have one of those toolboxes uh, that you have in the back, uh, because I don't have a toolbox, it turns out, because I didn't make it. And so I'm kind of like regretting not having made a toolbox. And I feel like perhaps I, that's why I am missing, you know, my tools in my life. I've been, you know, feeling like in this midlife check-in, it's like, I need some, I need some tools and I, I, I just don't have a toolbox to put them in. And this is figurative tools we're talking, but I was thinking if I had a physical toolbox, it might help with uh, these scattered objects I have in my life. I could send the instructions on how to build one and you could actually get to work. I'm more talking about getting one of those ones you got that you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. Terry needs to complete the assignment and work. get a grade, a new grade. <laughs> okay, all right. So, yeah, I feel like if you send me those directions, I'll make a toolbox. I'll send it to you uh, or a photo, and then you can give me a real grade, and we'll be totally satisfied. What's the articulation? I should probably create a uh, what do they call them? What are those things where you give reasons for each part of the grade? Oh yes, yeah. a rubric or whatever. A it's rubric. Called? I've mm-hmm. used one in forty-three years of teaching, and I regretted yeah. it ever oh afterwards. That's so funny. Oh yeah, that's the. I love that you stopped giving grades in art because I feel like that is the the main reason that non-artists end up like not getting actual art instruction out of a class is because they're going for an A rather than going for like breaking their brain. Yeah. Well, and, actually, uh, I, yeah. I think like, especially in clay right now or in sculpture or in any medium, you learn more by failure than you ever learn by accidentally getting something right. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that. So how can I give one, someone an F when they learn and the all grade should be about learning, not about this idea of having a right or wrong answer, because there is no right answer answer in art. No, exactly. What do and, you study for? You gotta just show up and make stuff. <laughs> yeah, this way of doing things has always been a huge part of my life. The idea of like at my work we call it move fast and break things. Um in the Gallup strength strength finder quiz calls it being an activator um but i'm just always like go 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 jump in start like make it happen um and just learn by making tons of mistakes implement changes eventually end up with a product i'm proud of and this can make it super difficult to work with like planner types or perfectionists but i love it i can't work any other way so thank you bill for encouraging that on that same note, Bill, I was wondering if you wanted to update us on what you're doing with with your art because we're always, you know, uh, in awe of you and uh, and what's the what's the latest with uh, your sculptures and the the 
the the alive clay that you work with? Um, I was really fortunate to have a retrospective last year at the Riverside Art Museum. Uh, Thirty five sculptures spanning thirty seven wow. years of making, and that was amazing. Um, I don't know how many artists get retrospectives, but it's not very many. And so that was just a, a huge moment for me and birthed out of that as a whole new series of works that I've never made before. And uh, so I'm kind of doing this strange connection of classical uh, plinths and torsos in my kind of raw style. So that's fun. And I am published my first book. Uh, yeah. It should be on sale soon through Amazon. It's called Behind the Wall or How to Find the Soul of Your Art Practice. And it's a workbook on how to kind of dig in and uncover why you make what you make. What, what do you bring to the table? So that's been very exciting. I love Wow, that. congratulations. Definitely will order that. Yeah, we'll definitely order it. Or you could just stick one in the toolbox that you send me. Exactly. <laughs> Along with a conceptual Coke can, will be in there too. It'll be a conceptual right. book. We hope you have a have a great rest of your day, Bill. Thank you both. So fantastic to see you. Yeah, yeah thanks so much. Right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Wait, so what were you thinking about when I was telling the toolbox story? Because you were zoning out a little bit. I just started zoning out thinking about the I don't have that toolbox and I wish I had that toolbox. And yeah. Uh, perhaps not having that toolbox has meant that I have not felt like I had a place to put my tools. Um, like your that's like, why, life tools. Yeah, my life tools somehow have been misplaced. <laughs> and like, if only I had that toolbox, it was like talk about a conceptual toolbox that I needed that yeah. I didn't make. I'm like missing the inverse of my art project uh, in my heart, mm. whatever that means. Yeah, uh, but I can also, sure. you know what? I can just make a toolbox. You should you should complete the assignment 20 years later. I think I will. We should show Bill Catling your toolbox on Zoom and uh, get his honest grade. I can get my honest grade and I can show him some details. And then, then I'll call up APU and get them to uh, reverse your report card with adding your grade in from the toolbox. That would be so toolbox. funny. We just tell Bill to just give me an F. <laughs> no, no, it has to be an honest grade. No, okay, yeah. I mean, if your toolbox is good, you can get an A. But, like, I don't think you're going to... Did you actually get an A-plus on the Coke can? I think it was a solid A. Okay. But I think it might... So I don't this, think he gave pluses. There might not be any butterfly effect if you get an A on your toolbox. But if it's, like, mediocre, we, we're going to have to go back and change the records. Oh, man. I almost didn't get my second degree, and I got told by the registrar at graduation. What's your second degree? Because I have English and art. Oh, I got told by the registrar at. Um, While you're walking in a robe? Right before we walked, I had my what? robe on and everything, that she said that I didn't deserve, you down? I didn't deserve to graduate. What? But she handed me my diploma. What? She told me that. Rude. Yeah. It like ruined was... She didn't think to tell you this the day before? Well, no, they've been trying to get a hold of me. And tell me that I needed these to graduate. And I was like, oh, well, watch me. Yeah. <laughs> I was such a dick. <laughs> and you know what I did? I graduated. They they never came back to get you? No, they didn't ever come back to get me. She just, her her boss told her pushing through. and But she did, she, she made it known. She made it known that I was, uh, 
in her eyes, not fit to graduate. Dang. It was it was brutal looking back. That is brutal because you're like supposed to be celebrating, and she's like, you're you're living a lie. I paid so much money for this. It was just because I didn't go to chapel all day, and that's why. Yeah, definitely. That's why you weren't supposed to graduate. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just too, too many chapel. Ads. That's the problem with you. You don't you didn't do the forms. Yeah, no, I didn't do the you forms. Go through the bureaucracy. And I I hated the bureaucracy. I still do. Bureaucracy sucks. Um, and I knew it sucked, but I was like, I paid my money. I showed up to class. I learned a lot. Like I can get in two degrees. Freaking give it to me. There's a what? there was an uh, entitlement. I felt a sincere form of uh, entitlement oh, yeah. at that point, Classic. which I still do. Classic APU. So what, um, which degree do you value more? Like if you had to choose, if you to oh, only have one, I love, I love my degrees both equally. <laughs> Get real. <laughs> but which one do you feel like you use more? Like art? Dude, both every English. day. Both every day. Yeah. You gotta, I mean, I mean, if you weren't in art, we would have never met possibly. I mean, we're still in the music scene together, so we probably would have. Bill just, like, sent me on the brain journey uh, to the past. Yeah. And the song, We Looked Like Giants, even though we're talking about the the new year, the first song. The song, We Looked Like Giants, on Death Cab's Atlanticism album that turns 20 this year, is just... That has so much history to me the lyrics you know are, are ba- basically the same lyrics that i would have written about my own life at the time if i were as intelligent and deep as ben gibbard is um because i was i was driving an hour to go see brienne and palos verdes all the time didn't have any money and like had this crappy car that kept getting stolen because somebody had keys that opened it, it was a <laughs> 1991 Toyota Camry. That's and right. It would just end up different places every morning. <laughs> it would end up different places every morning. And um, I would drive that car down the Sear and like jam this, these tunes. And it just, it felt so, it felt so like, this is my life that's being narrated in this song. So hmm. the obvious choice, the obvious choice for best track, I'd say. Absolutely. So here it is. We looked like giants. The sugary smell of springtime Remembering when you were mine In a small suburban town When every Thursday I'd brave those mountain passes And you'd skip your early classes When we'd learn how our bodies work Damn the black night with all its foul temptations. I've become what I always hated when I was with you. Then we looked like giants in the back of my gray subcompact, fumbling to make. 
make contact as the others slept inside. And, and together, together there, in a shroud of frost and mud, there began to pass through every pane of weather glass. And I held you closer than anyone could ever guess. J-A-M-C And reading aloud from magazines I don't know about you, but I swear on my name They could smell it on me But I've never been too good with secrets, no And together there In a shroud of frost and mud began to To learn more about William Catling's work, visit WilliamCatling.com. You can follow him on Instagram at William Catling. To listen to William Catling's podcast, search Musings of the Sacred on any podcast spot. On that note, if you'd like to follow Bree on Instagram, it's Bree Weiss. If you'd like to follow Jared on Instagram, you can find his band at Triple Rainbow. Instead of a W, it's two V's. You can also follow Jared on his personal Instagram at Jared Meese. If you have a burning question from your past and you'd like to check in with somebody, shoot us an email. We'll try to make it happen. We'll have you and your friend on the show, and we can finally get to the bottom of those burning questions you have about things that happened a long time ago and don't matter. Midlife, check in at gmail.com. Take back the Java! This has been a coffee-free production.